0: All right, here we are, looking live from the 4425. <laughs> Welcome to Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Jamie Davidson.
1: I'm Dusty Simmons, and we're with Financial Center First Credit Union.
0: Thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affect us achieving our financial goals. You know, Dusty, sometimes as Americans, we get a bad rap. You know, people look at us and think, you know, we've got it too easy. We're entitled, a little spoiled, and self-centered, and at times wasteful.
1: Yeah, but I you know, think? but there's also a flip side to that, right? As Americans, I think we're known for being hopeful and not taking no for an answer and believing we can make our own destiny.
0: Destiny, yeah. Uh, so you, we're going through, you know, we've been going through these the COVID thing for the last seven months, and we weren't going to use that word today, but I decided <laughs> to use it anyway.
1: Jamie uses it within the first 10 seconds.
0: So what we're seeing, though, during this is, it's actually pretty funny because we're actually seeing... The job world's changing before our eyes. Yeah, and it's pretty amazing. It's been changing a lot. In, and this isn't really about COVID, but we're seeing a change even more so during COVID, right? We're starting to realize you don't have to be in an office to work and um, to, to do your job. There's other ways around besides what you're used to. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But we're really going to talk not only about doing things differently with a job, but we're also going to talk about Side hustles.
1: Side hustles. So That's a buzzword, right? Right. But there's a lot of there's a lot of meat to it nowadays. So whether your goal is to simply make extra money, achieve a financial goal or plan to leave your day job for fiscal freedom, side hustles can get you there. And today we're exploring the
0: possibilities. Right. I might be, you know, doing a side hustle for the rest of my life if it turns out well. Uh, right. So real. But all seriousness, no. Uh, let's talk about this here. You know, did you ever have a side hustle or extra job? We didn't call them side hustles when we were younger. We called them, you know, second job. Right. Extra job. Did you have an extra job at all?
1: I had kind of what I would consider like a side job or part-time job when I was a stay-at-home mom. So oh, cleaning the I house, <laughs> well, that taking too. care of the kids, that too. But no, we did it like eBay side okay. buy and resell business. Oh, that's
0: right. You were telling me you guys would yeah. buy pallets of stuff and sell, right? When
1: that was like really big back in the early 2000s, okay. I so, did that.
0: So in your 20s, you were making that extra money from that, right? Okay, yeah, good. How about you? Yeah, I actually did. I for. Oh, gosh, almost 18 years. I was in the in the restaurant business, bartending, waiting tables, managing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, every day, you know, working six days a week, probably 70 80 hours a week. Uh, I didn't call it a side hustle, though, because f- for our household, it was just our way to maintain, uh, you know, to, to have the style of living we wanted. Right. That's
1: too. You and know, and was- when
0: we had the kids, my wife stayed home with the kids, took care of the kids. So this was a way to make up for that income. We didn't really see it as a side hustle. We saw it as... What, uh, what we needed to make ends meats Exactly. So, but that being said, we're, we're watching. Um, we're watching today's environment. It's, it doesn't seem to be quite as much. I'm not saying that people work a second job are doing because they need the money. But it's, I see a lot of people that go out and work. Second jobs because they want to. Yeah, and it's not or really they just because found something
1: they love, or yeah,
0: that passion. Yeah. They find a passion. They find a way to make money out of it. Yeah.
1: So you know me, the stats person. You know, I looked at um, some stat of the day. Stat, stat of the day. Of the day. Um, a new survey from Bankrate reveals that we are a serious country of side hustlers. Forty-four million American adults claim they have a side gig. And this is not a surprise to me at all, but the generation that's really making side hustles work is the millennials. So there you go, millennials, yet another feather in your cap. Um, 61% of younger millennials say they earn extra money on the side every week, and 96% say they do it at least
0: monthly. Hmm, I wonder if CC's got a side hustle. she's shaking her head now. She used to, (laughs) she used to before she got spoiled working with us. (laughs) <laughs> that's right. Um, and we also saw the median income from ugh, side hustles is, is about $200 a month and about 25% of that uh, make more than 500 a month. So that's that's some extra money that's,
1: there. That's some serious cash. Right. So.
0: But here's know, a question. What? What do you do when you get that cash? Uh, well, we're going to talk about that in yeah. a little bit, well, right? Yeah, we're going to go back to the, that S word and that B word and talk about what you should be doing. We're going to make money.
1: that tie into financial services here right. in a minute. Yeah, but let's also talk about the why. You know, why do people get second jobs or why do they do something on the side?
0: Well, I think a lot of times, like I said for myself, it was because we needed extra money. It was supplemental income, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Yeah, and so were we. I mean, it was how could we maintain our lifestyle on one, you know, full time income? It was that. That's how we could afford to go on vacations or buy stuff for the house or
0: right. It was funny. At one time, I was working three jobs. Wow! And the people were going, "How are you doing this?" Well, obviously, how were you doing
1: that? Not sleeping?
0: Yeah. You know, you sleep sleep when you die. That's how it works with me. <laughs> so yeah, for a while there, I did that. Um, you know, I think Gen X we were really good about doing that. We, we worked the second job for the extra money. Yeah, I, we we're talking about the millennials. They and we'll talk about the millennials and boomers as well. What did we what have we learned about that for them?
1: Yeah, I think some of this is really interesting from a generational standpoint because uh, what we're seeing with both the millennials and the boomers is that they are working side jobs. Uh, one of the reasons they work side jobs is to achieve freedom, whether that's they want financial freedom, they want more flexibility with their time, they want to work from a different part of the world or state or at home. So that's kind of interesting that that those two generations are both kind of doing it for those reasons. Yeah.
0: And to get that desired lifestyle. You know, you and I were talking earlier about, you know, our our fathers, you know, both of our fathers are retired. They're in their (laughs) 60s. (laughs) My dad just turned 69 last week. Yeah and he retired back in November well he works three days a week. He, he goes and manages a donut shop three days a week. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? Right. You're and, supposed to be retired. And what about your dad? My
1: dad is 67. He, he was a government employee, so he retired at 55 Ooh. and he's had two or three part-time jobs and just went back full time now. And I think, you know, he does it for purpose and because he's bored and the extra money's great, but that's not why he's doing it.
0: I think he's um, doing it to build up your guys inheritance. So when he passes, you got a lot of money. Yes. That uh, is so
1: nice of my dad. <laughs> no,
0: it's funny they they are so used they've worked their whole life and that is what's defined them. So right. so many of them, when they are retiring, are going back in what we would consider a side hustle, mm-hmm. not because they had to, but because that's what they're used to.
1: And I think there's an interesting difference in the gender of the boomers, too, because what I see with men is they are going back to work for that reason. And the women. Aren't necessarily going back to work, but they're volunteering for not-for-profits and things like that when after they retire. So I think that's kind of interesting that we do it for different reasons if we're for different genders. Yes.
0: Yeah, so well, I'm going to tell you right here and right now. When I retire, I'm going to retire, but yeah. I'm going to work a side hustle because because I want to work at the golf course so I can play for free. <laughs> there you go. Either that, or I'm a bartender because I like you know I used to bartend and I I enjoy doing. I like enjoy speaking with people and I'm actually. I think even when I'm in my 70s, I'll probably be able to pour pretty fast, a pretty good drink. There you go. So, so.
1: And, you know, I think a lot of people start out a side hustle for the last reason of the why, um, because they're hoping that it can turn into something that they can do full time eventually. And I see a lot of my friends and um, younger friends who, who are like, man, I'm good at this and I really mm-hmm. like doing it. How can I turn that into my full time job? And my brother in law is a really good example of that. I mean, he he owns his own market research company. Um, but he started out kind of doing that as a side project uh, when he was at a different company. And over the last 10 years, he's turned that into a pretty successful full-time
0: yeah. gig. What happens if you take something you're good at and something you have passion about?
1: Yeah. And,
0: and that way you you play by your rules. And if you can make it, create it to the point where it's successful, why not? Right. right? So we're going to talk about uh, some hustles today. And I think knowing Dusty, she probably set him up into a number. Did you set up a number this time?
1: Uh, 10. I got 10. Top 10.
0: 10. So like David David Letterman, Letterman. day. today's top 10.
1: (laughs) As you can see, we're both from Indiana and went to Ball State, so chirp, chirp.
0: Chirp, chirp, huh? Yes. (laughs) So number one we came up with was what? Delivery. Delivery. What do you mean by that?
1: Um, so you know, think about your GrubHub employees, things like that. So, so we're not talking delivery. like we're not talking
0: like pizza delivery. We're talking food. I mean, it can't be, be, but we're pizza. talking but wider though, right? Right. But, yeah. Whatever
1: kind of you know alcohol delivery. They work for what's that company? Drizzly.
0: Drizzly. Yeah. Um,
1: that does that kind of thing.
0: Shout out to Drizzly. <laughs> I've used you in the past. Keep up the good work.
1: And, you know, it's so interesting because I think delivery is one of those things that probably went from pizza delivery 10 or 15 years ago to this whole other enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, those are people yeah. who are probably servers or bartenders 10 or 15 years ago that right. are thinking about, oh, I want to work in this kind of way.
0: Right. And, well, I think it's funny because you said that, you know, 10, 15 years ago, was you got pizza delivery, and you got Chinese food delivery, and that was about it. Now you can get almost everything delivered to you. Right?
1: I mean, I'm seeing McDonald's even deliver. Taco now. Bell,
0: Yeah. I all know. of it, yeah, whatever you I want, know, it's it comes in the house. But be careful though; sometimes it comes half-eaten. Uh, <laughs> that's just oh, what I've heard. Not from experience. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get into that one today. <laughs> okay. uh, number two, we have is you know the idea of um, you know used to be 25 years ago. You know, you might drive a taxi part time. Nowadays, it's not driving a taxi. Now it's a ride share.
1: I mean, and think about how that went from major cities being able to offer taxi services to everywhere in the country has Uber and Lyft drivers now, which is pretty incredible. And, you know, the thing about both delivery and ride sharing is that totally flexible. Do it on your own time. Fit it into your schedule week to week as you want want to. Yeah, pick and so, choose.
0: You know, if you just need to make a little extra cash this month to pay for something you want to go do do that uh it's really funny because i did see when a lot of the, a lot of the different things closed down during covid uh, a lot of the teenagers that are friends with my daughters that's what they went and did they went and drove they delivered food yeah. so for them it was a way to go out and you know they'd work three or four hours a day make you know forty fifty 50 dollars and be happy with it and didn't have to worry about committing to you know that in case something happened at home mm-hmm. so I, yeah i've seen a lot of people using that right number three tutoring <laughs>
1: My goodness. Let me talk about this one. (laughs) So as a parent of an eighth grader and a fourth grader living through COVID, I swear if you were an ex-teacher who wanted to, you know, basically do private teaching, you could make a fortune this year.
0: It's true, Uh, especially for those parents that really are worried about sending their kids off to school. You could we're seeing them. they're, they're, They're creating little hubs. Uh, I've seen that on the I saw that on the news the other day. They're they're creating these little hubs where if the kids are doing online learning and the parents can't be home, they take them to these learning centers where they're in such small groups and they're able to almost have like a school day still doing their schoolwork with their school.
1: Uh but and, with their tutor. But with
0: an adult there, yeah, helping yeah. monitor and walk them through, somebody that has experience doing that. Now I'm gonna tell you as an ex-teacher here. I'm not going to do that, but uh, <laughs> But
1: I mean, if yeah, there's there's definitely a niche out there. And, you know, tutoring, not only from the standpoint of school, but if you're a music tutor, you know, guitar, voice, piano, whatever it is, tutors can make some pretty good side. Oh, especially you know,
0: like you said, music, music, especially. I mean, we've always wanted to get the kids in piano lessons, but, you know, we're just being cheap. But what they charge for piano lessons, I just go, oh, my gosh. No way. You know, I'll be lucky if the kid even likes to do it. So yeah, if you're one of those that have a skill, that's a great thing to do. Uh, A new one that's come up is renting your residence, which I mean, it's been around for a while. That's like an Airbnb kind of thing. Airbnb. uh, We use VRBO a lot when we go on vacation, Mm -hmm. vacation rentals by owners. Uh, You know, it's
1: who would have thought, you know, (laughs) you're going to vacation. And while you're vacationing, someone can vacation in your home and use your car, possibly, you know, (laughs) right, you know, rent out your car. Please yeah. insurance companies don't listen to what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh it's funny. I the idea of running out and actually I've, have you done Airbnb?
1: Uh, yeah, I've done both, VRBO and Airbnb.
0: And uh, you know, I'm more of a traditionalist. I'm the old guy here. I, I like I still like the hotel and, you know, the, you know, the room service. I need anything in the privacy. But I've done Airbnbs and it's pretty you can see some really great places yeah. on, on, a, on a little bit less than you're used to. Yeah. You, know, you just got to be careful. You don't you you know, some of them are just a step above a hostel. And at my age, I don't want to stay at a hostel anymore. Yeah. 21-year-old Jamie would have been fine with that. 50-year-old Jamie says, absolutely not.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you know, the uh, Indianapolis hosted the Super Bowl. Gosh, it's probably been several years ago now, six or seven years ago. But um, I remember that was when like this whole renting your house out thing had kind of just taken off, especially in the Midwest. And um, people were renting their house out for the week, for Super Bowl week, for thousands. I mean, you could definitely make some good money, no matter where you are. The
0: one we see every year, except for we're not going to see it this year, is at the Speedway. It's not usually the house. It's usually people parking cars in, in their drive in their in their yards. Right. I mean, I've talked to people at the speedway that the month of May they'll make four or five thousand dollars just parking cars in their That's driveway. That's crazy. And then if yeah. you let them use the shower, there's a fee for that. I'm like, come use the shower. But right. uh, I don't know if I'd do that. But there's the point is there's a way to make that money. If the more you think about it, there's so many different ways out there. Be creative. Now you put number five is what was number five? Freelancer. But what does that mean?
1: Okay, so this is somebody who's got a special skill. Whether you're an artist, you're a musician musician. musician, you're a writer. Um, I mean, the list can go on and on, but there are websites like Fiverr and others, um, where you can pay somebody to create something for you. Um, I saw this thing on online the other day. That's Disney my dog. That's just the cutest thing. So you send them a picture of your puppy and this guy's an artist. And for 30 bucks, he makes your dog look like a Disney dog. I mean, so if you've got a special skill, that's creative I think you can make a lot of money on the side just kind of doing what you love.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Freelancer. Yeah, I figure out something I can freelance on. There you go. Uh, number six, odd jobs. Uh, Some of the ones we listed here, uh, dog walking, handyman, babysitter.
1: I know. So this is one of those things. Mowing the
0: yard, shoveling, shoveling the snow when you're a kid. Nobody does that anymore. I wish a kid would come knock on my door to shovel my. 20 bucks. Yeah.
1: Um, I actually fell a couple of years ago shoveling, so I would pay anyone to do that now. But, um, no, this is one of those things I've been talking to my 14 year old about, Hey, like next summer. What are some odd job things you can do to get started making money? And so I think that's kind of where odd jobs may be one of those things your kids start out doing as a side
0: hustle. Right. Right. I mean, I think a lot of kids that actually get into the, the, get into the, um, Lawn mowing industry. Yeah. A lot of them start out that way. A lot of young people start that and that becomes their, their And they turn be, it into
1: their yeah, business. That, yeah. It
0: turns it into business for the rest of their life, which is uh, they can make a lot of money doing that way. uh You know, back to I just i think of one that I would probably pay a lot of money for. I've got two dogs. I'd like somebody to come clean up after them. Oh, yeah. We also see nowadays where well, they'll come to your house and wash your dogs. So, I mean, oh, yeah. uh, so there's something out there all the time. You never thought about it. Saw one the other day in the neighborhood. Are you ready for this? There's a service they pay for. They come out to clean your trash cans.
1: I would love that. I, <laughs> I dropped my cell phone in the trash can oh. for the weekend. And I was like, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. And that, so, it was disgusting. We were having that discussion. And and the wife is the one that got it and was so happy about it. And my wife saw it. She's like, that's a great idea. And the husband was like, that's the biggest waste of money there ever is. <laughs> and I'm going, I think I'm on the, I'm on the fence here. Stars can smell pretty bad. So, you know, there's yeah. think about that. Anything you can think of, people are willing, if you're willing to do it, yeah, especially the dirtier it is, more likely somebody's going to pay you to do it.
1: Yeah. And unfortunately, I mean, as we talked about earlier, we're Americans with first world problems and first world needs. So, hey, if you want to clean my trash cans, be be my guest.
0: I'll pay you 10 bucks to clean my right. trash can. All right. <laughs> right. Uh, number seven.
1: Make things to sell. So, you know, for all of you creative people out there, crafty people out there, we've got friends who make candles, who quilt, who um, sew clothes, alter clothes, that kind of thing. If my you've got a special makes, skill.
0: My mom makes scarves. Does she? She makes scarves. There
1: mm-hmm. you go. And she sells them on the side? Mm-hmm. So your mom's got a side hustle.
0: She's got a side hustle. Good for yeah, her. So she makes scarves and sells them and... Um, You know, this and this is funny that we say this because we're really talking about earning money. But when we get to the holidays and we're going to talk about that, when you're good at something like this, everybody's always worried about buying people things. Yeah. When we get to the holidays, we're going to talk about how when you have when you can do something really good. Then that's really the best thing to do for somebody. Right. Like, and it's personal. Like Courtney's a great baker. I mean, she could just bake cookies for everybody oh and yeah, be Oh, an Yeah, there's
1: apple. your side hustle. We've been talking about that, buying some stuff from you. she can bake
0: some uh, <laughs> bake up some uh, some good um, what's what's your what's her what's your favorite, favorite thing that she makes?
1: Um salted caramel cupcakes.
0: Oh here she makes some pretty good brownies too. And cookies. All right, number eight.
1: Number eight, multi-level marketing. And I know Jamie's already laughing about this one. Um, because he thinks it's a pyramid scheme, but you know, I have lots of friends who do some sort of multi-level marketing. Um, I, I call it a mom nation kind of thing, but whether it's clothing or makeup or skincare or, um, all of those things, you know, shampoo, all that stuff. Uh, you know what? People make money off of it. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. right.
0: Number nine. You told me about this one. I got to hear more about this. Number nine is taking online surveys. I can get paid to take a survey. You betcha. Get out of here.
1: Yeah. So there are these, there are these sites that they are looking for certain demographics of people. And if you, you know, you kind of put your profile in and if you fit whatever company is looking to survey, they'll hit you up and you can get paid 10, 20 bucks, whatever. And in fact, you know, if you know anything about market research, like they're getting so bad that people set up these, uh, auto robots to actually take the surveys now, um, so that they can make the money off of it, but that people turn that into full-time jobs. <laughs> Crazy. But if you like taking surveys or you like being online or you like being a consumer, you can do that as a side job.
0: I, I've heard some people are like paid to be trolls online and make comments like that. So I, I mean, I don't know if that's true. Oh, you know, I've, what? I've heard that's, that.
1: That's a really good one that I didn't, that didn't even make the list, but like a social media influencer. <laughs> I mean, they make money.
0: They make a lot of money.
1: Oh, gosh, how could I not think of that one? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. And
0: number 10 here, we put to purchase or buy and resell things. Yeah. So when I think of that, I, you know, I see the buy and the resale. I, I think of the resale, I'm thinking, golly, man, we, we need a garage sale. And the great thing mm. about that nowadays is I don't have to do garage sale. I can go online and do it on next door or I can do it on Facebook and I can say, hey, porch pickup. And yeah. I, I, I can tell you as we're sitting here at the four, four, two, five again, <laughs> We have so many toys that had to be purchased for holidays that have not been played with since those holidays. So come about November, I'm going to help you're bolster have, my, my, my holiday cash. you going to get your I'm side gonna, hustle I'm going to sell some of those. I'm going to get the side hustle on. Yes, for sure.
1: <laughs> on the community garage sales. On
0: the community you know what? Sales. And
1: I love these because I, I have bought stuff on them. I have sold stuff. It's super easy. Um, and it's so much less stress than having an actual garage sale.
0: Right. Well, because at the garage sale, you know, everybody wants to buy everything for a quarter. Yeah. Can I give you a quarter? No, it says it's $5. I'll give you a quarter.
1: In the first hour of yeah. the garage Can I sale. give
0: you a quarter? No, you can't <laughs> give it to me for a quarter. It says $5, right? So, yeah, it's funny. So, buying, and reselling. And also, those people, like you said earlier, with you and the pallets, people that go out and buy pallets and, yeah. and sell items off the pallets. So I bought things that way. It's great because I save a lot of money and that person makes a little bit of money. They take a little chance. And, yeah. you know, that's what it's really all about, finding those things that you can uh, you can sell. Uh, everybody, I suggest, if you're looking to, you know, that's one of the things I always tell people when they're doing their budget. If you're having trouble making ends meet, go through your house and see what you maybe sell. Yeah. You know, usually we t- take it and either throw it out or give it away to a, a nonprofit. Because it's easier. Yeah, maybe some of that stuff you could actually sell for $10 here and $10 there. And the next thing you know, you've got a little extra money on the side.
1: Right. So, you know, those are the top 10 that we found, side hustles that we found that you could consider if you haven't already figured out what your own side hustle could be.
0: I'm sure there's many more out there.
1: I'm sure. So as we tie this back into what we do as a credit union and helping you improve your financial life, we're going to talk a little bit about what you should be doing with your side hustle income. And this is where Jamie is really an expert uh, because this is where it comes back into what those two words you were going to say earlier, which are
0: budget yeah. and save. Yeah. So number one, Dusty came up with, and I sort of chuckled at her, but it's, it is it's true. true. It's you true. Know, I, yes. Taxes. Make sure you're having enough money if you're bringing in income that you're saving money to pay on those taxes. I see this happen to a lot of people that are actually self-employed. Yes. They make plenty of money. They're self-employed and they know they have to pay taxes.
1: And they don't don't save for Instead of them
0: putting it aside... They get hit with a huge bill and then they're very upset. And I'm going, well, you knew you were going to have to pay taxes. So if you're doing that side hustle and you're finding yourself, you're making a pretty good income. Make sure you're putting that money aside to pay for those taxes because it, it, it can happen. And a lot of times it doesn't always happen the first year. It usually happens two or three years later. And then they're going to come back for all those three years of taxes.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, if your side hustle is just something you're making, you know, basically cash off of that's one thing but if you're going to go out and get a business tax id number you better be setting 20 to 30 percent of your income aside for taxes because uncle sam's going to want his cut
0: well when you do your taxes every year they're going to ask you if you made any money any cash right you know, you know there's so whether you did or you didn't depending on what you answer remember that's always a possibility there yeah.
1: Okay, so number 2, use the money to achieve your established financial goals. Whatever whether what well, no matter what that is, pay down your debt, save for a big purchase, but the big thing here is be diligent and don't go that's extra bucks in my pocket, I'm going to blow
0: it. Yeah, and I'll use myself for an example as an example of that. So, uh, for that 18 years I was in the restaurant business and I would, you know, earn tips. And I worked with a lot of different people in the, in the service industry. Loved them all, had a great time. Some of us were okay at saving our money. Some of us are really good at saving our money. Some of us came home most nights at the end of the night without any of our money because we went out and celebrated that we got off work. And so I would see people that would make $100 in a night and come home with $20 and they Ooh. wouldn't wonder where their money went. Well, we went out and we had dinner. We had some drinks. It's really about maintaining that and, and setting it up. So what I chose to do with that after I saw how the money worked, I, I decided to get to the point where every dollar I made would go into my savings account. And then we take that money from that savings account and pay down debt. Right. Uh, And what I've seen a lot of the restaurants do nowadays is they've switched people over to like what happened. You used to get your credit card tips at the end of the night. They'd cash them out Mm -hmm. to you as a server or a bartender. Nowadays, they actually put that on your paycheck, which has helped a lot of servers in that industry, you know, get better for their savings and able to pay their bills. So make sure if you are making that money. You know, it's yeah. not just mad money. Now, if the, if the side hustle is for mad money, then that's okay. Right. If you've got the rest of your budget in control, that's fine. But if your side hustle is for, is not for mad money, make sure you have it going someplace specific.
1: Yep. And specific. so with, when we had ours, we had a PayPal account because okay. we were hooked up to eBay. And so all that money would go into PayPal. And then once a month, we would cash it out and put it into savings or checking or whatever we needed to put it towards. But I think putting that money particularly in one place is is probably pretty important,
0: right? And the third thing is you want to do is you want to save. We've we've talked a lot about this before, and there's these groups out there. One is the fire, where the ideal is you're you're putting as much money away into your retirement and savings account as you can because yeah. you want to retire at a much earlier age. Yeah, we've talked about that method in a couple other podcasts, right? And so if you're going to do your side hustle and your your goal is to save and retire, make sure you you're going through your budget. and You're finding ways to do that in yep. a successful way. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I've gotten a little older. We talk about retirement, but I, I just... Jamie, I were, Jamie
1: had a really big birthday this oh, month. Oh, shut
0: <laughs> it. No, He's but, so
1: reflective I, I mean,
0: just, I don't think I could retire in my 40s. I don't know what I would do. I mean... No, you it,
1: you uh, use your passion and your side hustle as your supplemental income. That's true.
0: That's true. That's what you You mean. got me. You're right.
1: So what we've really learned... Over the course of the last few years is that consumerism is changing, you know, the way we buy goods and services, whether that be online, or we can't go into the stores now because of COVID things are things are shifting and adapting and the way that we make money is too. whether that be, you know, you were at a full time job and now you're full time, but you're working from home, or you've used a side hustle, or you've developed one since all of this started. Um, But the interesting thing about all of this related to side hustles is, you know, if you dream it, you can do it. It's just that old American mantra. So find your passion, find a way to make money at it.
0: Yeah, you take that passion, little initiative, little hard work, and, you know, you might be able to retire at age 45. And if you do, good for you. Come see me. We'll go out on your boat.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, you know, in short, the financial world is what you make it. With a little initiative and some hard work, a smartly run side hustle can help you achieve your financial and life goals faster.
0: That's right. So if you find yourself on that side hustle, you know, making that money that you, you know, you wanted to, and you're enjoying it and you're finding some places to put it away to save it, you know, look, come to us financial center. We have so many different ways to save money to help you uh, earn a little bit more on your, on your savings account and other places. We'd love to have you as a member and love to help you out and talk to you.
1: Yep. Short-term, long-term saving strategies. Jamie's got you covered. Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union. It's produced by Jamie Davidson, myself, Dusty Simmons, and our awesome producer, Courtney Cooper. Financial Center is a six-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy. And our goal is to
0: improve your financial life.
1: I thought he was going to wrap it. That could have been his side hustle.
0: You know. Back in the day, I am an OG.
1: (laughs) To learn more, visit fcfcu.com backslash financial dash education. And if you like what you hear, subscribe to our podcast from Google, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and now the All Indiana Podcast Network. Thanks Thanks for listening.